Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I have a solo show all about Ayurveda and the lunar cycle. So if you're new to the show, I'm Andrea. I'm Ayurvedic wellness counselor, yoga teacher, and wild woman circle leader. So I thought this would be a great topic to kind of dive into as it relates um, a little bit about my overarching theme of the book that I just wrote. And I did want to give an update just because I think it's nice I think to get some behind the scenes of like, okay, how did everything go for you? So I just had a book come out called divine body wisdom, and it's all about living with the seasons and Ayurveda, and as well as about the lunar or menstrual cycle. So you can kind of take it as deep as you want or stick with the seasonal aspects. And, um, you know, today's aspect uh, of the podcast, I guess we're only going to be chatting about the lunar cycle, not the menstrual cycle. So just a heads up there. But the book, um, what I discovered or learned from my book coach, Eleanor, she had told me the average book sells hundred copies. And so I self-published, um, I don't have a huge audience and I had no idea how many books I would sell. You know, I was like, Hey, can I, if 20 would be great, you know? And so right now, as I'm um, recording this, I have sold 55. So I'm pleased with that. You know, my goal is kind of hundred and I have about 10 extra copies that I have, I believe. And, um, I ordered extra just so you can always, you know, come on the website and purchase a book. And that's kind of a great introduction to what I do and a little bit about how to live an Ayurvedic lifestyle. Um, you know, because I have recipes in there and I have practices in there. And so it's just a good little kind of get to know you and get to know, um, I guess my coaching style and a little bit about our Ayurveda. So that is, um, you know, what kind of drove me to write the book. And I do a lot of these practices with my clients. And so I thought having it in a book format, I personally like versus a PDF online where you're kind of like, Oh, where did I save that? Um, that note that Andrea had given me, it's all like, Oh, let me just scroll through the book and find that practice. So that's kind of my intention with the book. And so with that, um, again, I had no idea what to expect and how it was going to go. Um, for me, the, the place that I sold probably the most was Instagram. Um, usually anytime I talked about it on my Instagram stories, um, people can click the link. And especially now it's helpful that you have, um, the link clicking if you have under 10,000 followers over there. So that was really helpful, um, because then people can just immediately go to that website and purchase there. Um, and so, yeah, that was basically how I, I, or the numbers I saw when people would buy books would be after I talked about it and shared a little bit there. Um, I really didn't post at all on Facebook. I'm not super active on my Facebook page at all anymore. Um, just because I was finding it's, it's a lot of work to have to, you know, put it there and, um, it doesn't automatically link. I thought I had it synced up, but it goes to my personal Facebook page where I don't really, I don't friend anyone. I deleted my old account. And, um, I try not to friend anyone on Facebook cause it is distracting to myself. So I found, um, you know, it's great for groups that I'm in. If I need to have a group, um, some of the programs that I have, you know, purchased have that group Facebook page and that's nice to have. So that is a little bit about, um, the behind the scenes. So if any of you have any questions about like how to go about this process, check out that first episode I did. Um, or just ask me, I know Eleanor, I don't know if she still is, but my book coach was accepting new, um, clients. And I would highly recommend if you don't know where to go or where to start having someone, you know, like Eleanor who guided me through the whole process, um, talked me off a ledge a few times and I was like, ah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stop. You know, I was three seasons in and I was going to quit. And she was like, no, you have one more season to write, you know, just 
you know, carve out that time and buckle down and do it. And so, you know, little things like that, and then having it out in the world, oh my goodness, like how scary is this actually as well? Um, you know, I'm excited, but also nervous of like, oh my gosh, are people going to like it? Is this what they expected? Um, and all of that kind of judgment, cause this is probably the most I've put myself out there in this format, I guess, you know, cause online that feels easier in a sense. Like I don't mind I'm back into the flow, I guess, with um, Instagram and with social media. So that feels easier, but actually putting something out there where people are going to be reading it and having it in your hands and in your homes, um, that that's intimidating. That's scary. So I will tell you that, that I am on that, um, threshold right now as people are receiving their books for the first time, um, this week. So, that is a little bit about the behind the scenes of the book. I just wanted to kind of wrap that up um, and we'll dive into today's topic. So kind of sticking again with that theme, the lunar cycle and the menstrual cycle, they both are following about a 28 and a half day process. And there are four main phases that arise each month. And right now, as I'm recording this, it is the full moon. So I'm recording this on November 19th. It's a full moon in Taurus, also the partial lunar eclipse. So there's a ton of energy going on right now. And that's something that I've really, um, I guess the last few years, well, probably since I've become my, um, and been doing the wild woman circles, I really can feel and have more tuned into where the new moon, full moon are and how my energies arise. And I really feel it right now is just that potent energy of eclipse season. And, um, you know, I'm not like the astrology person to go to, to get all of like the extreme details, but like just kind of high level overview. Um, it's, it's a time where things are, uh, rearing their heads up and how I'm seeing this is people are really wanting to make shifts in their life, making changes. Um, I've had many people say I'm ready for just a life reset. Um, that's been a term I've heard. And this is from people, you know, I'm 37 now. So people closer to the age of 40. And then I've also had males. I've had a few males come to me, um, in my in-person practice and they're in their sixties and they're craving that too. So I think the last couple of years we're seeing this and this energy of the eclipse and the full moon, like that's kind of pulling everyone to, um, you know, start to kind of think of it like the onion and you're slowly peeling away those layers and what's at the core. And spirituality is coming through. I'm seeing this a ton as well, um, you know, for myself, as well as again, with clients that I've worked with, a lot of them are actually saying, I crave a deeper spiritual connection. And that's where I think a lot of us are coming to is I want something deeper. I want something more meaningful. And so with the phase and with that full moon, it's kind of like, okay, this is an energy. This is, this is a shift that I'm feeling in my body. You might not know how to articulate it, but you kind of feel that sometimes the full moon, you know, you're, you'll be sleeping, you're tossing and turning a little bit more. Um, sometimes kiddos don't always sleep the best. Um, and just being mindful of what's, what's going on with those energies. So I have a moon cycle calendar that I always get every year. So it's super helpful because I can kind of look up and see, okay, where are we at, you know, with the lunar phases and then I can kind of get a, a glimpse into, okay, here's a time where I want to buckle down my practices, which is what we're going to talk about today. So I can go into this, um, eclipse season feeling good. So I'm not feeling, um, out of body or just a little bit of, um, you know, Hey, those bad habits that I was trying to get rid of, they're coming back, you know, and why are they coming back? Oh, I can really feel that pull that eclipse. Now, 
there's also some self-responsibility there if you're, you know, constantly having those bad habits come up, but really noticing, Ooh, those, those feelings that I, I don't like, I thought I got rid of them. If they're popping up every time closer to a full moon or eclipse season, um, noticing that and just noticing those patterns. So you might have to buckle in and, um, you know, seek support when needed. So that is a little bit about that high level of kind of what's going on and the eclipse season will end, um, at the end of this year. And so it's kind of marking that six month cycle. So a new cycle will be coming up. And so that's a great time. And it's perfectly matches with the new year where a lot of us are thinking about this. What's next? You know, what do I want for my life going forwards, um, in 2022. So with this full moon, it's, this is a great time to embrace aromatherapy, to have warm baths, uh, healing gems, according to your dosha, which I'll share about in a second. And then Oja's building activities, which I'll share about in a second. And this time of the moon is associated with the Pitta dosha and then also the summer season. So if we think about that, what's going on during the summer, um, a lot of energy, fiery energy, um, also a time when crime typically rises, which I believe that is also study with the full moon, um, of crime, a spike of crime during the full moon. And then in the summer seasons, because people are feeling that free, that energy that comes with it. All right. So doshas and the gems, Vata dosha, um, the best gems or crystals in the book that I, um, read this from, they referred to them as gems. I think a lot of us just call them crystals now, but the same thing, uh, Jasper smoky quartz obsidian or black tourmaline. Those are the ones to help with the Vata dosha during the full moon because they're grounding and they're earthy and they're going to promote that calmness for that Vata dosha. Now for the Pitta dosha, pearls, moonstones, amethyst, emerald, and citrine. And those crystals are cooling to the mind and body, and they help bring lightness to maybe an intense pitta imbalance. And then finally, kapha, ruby, garnet, carnelian. These help cultivate inner strength and extra mojo to help you get things done for maybe that sluggish kapha imbalance. So if you can kind of look at those, whatever you're feeling imbalanced in is what you want to use. So let's say even if you're a kapha, but you're feeling like your pit is out of balance, then you're going to use the pitta gems. So just kind of, that's how you'd go about those um, crystals that I shared. Now for ojas building activities, how do you build your ojas? Well, laughter. So having fun with your girlfriends, you know, this is a great time to, Hey, let's, do a full moon circle, or let's gather around the full moon and have some fun. Getting outside in nature, a wonderful way to build those ojas and underneath the full moon. Awesome. Adding ghee or dates to your recipes. So maybe you make some um, dates and you had a little, sprinkle a little ghee, or I shouldn't say sprinkle, but spoonful of ghee. And maybe you keep those in the fridge or the freezer. Abhinyanga or self-massage yoga and meditation. So those are all ways to kind of increase that vital energy. So you're, when you're going into that new moon time where it's a little bit darker and quieter time, you have the ojas to sustain that. So now transitioning to the waning moon, the waning moon is when the moon starts to lose its fullness. So it's preparing for that dark moon or new moon. And this phase is associated with the Vata dosha and the fall season. So it's a great time to continue to build your ojas during the early waning moon phase. And then as it gets closer to the new moon, notice how your energy is. So maybe you start to feel uh, more quiet and more introspective. 
Um, or maybe you get a little feisty. So just kind of noticing how you're feeling with that waning moon. So practices for this phase, making sure you have me time. Epsom salt baths, restorative or yin yoga as you get closer to that new moon. Meditating, goal setting or planning. It's a great time to kind of get those things done, those to-do lists, those checklists. It's a, it's a good time in the moon phase to do all those things. And then if you do Reiki, Reiki for reducing fear in your life or a limiting belief. So if you want to reduce something, because with that waning moon, things are being reduced. So reducing, um, you know, maybe you're like, oh, I can never um, make X amount of dollars. And then you just, you want to reduce that limiting belief. All right, now we'll go to the new moon. So the new moon phase is when it's just completely dark outside. You can't see the moon. Um, during this phase, you want to minimize your activities. So notice what emotions come up. Also just noting um, it's, it's a phase, it's going to change. So if you feel really heavy and really like, oh, you know, okay, this might last for a day or two, and then it's going to, it's going to go away, you know, because then the waxing moon starts coming. So this phase is also associated with the Vata Dosha and the winter season. So practices for this phase, journal, write out what you're feeling. So tap into those feelings, go to a new moon circle, a wonderful time to, again, gather with, um, you know, other people in circle, pull cards, use a pendulum, um, other ways that you can just tap into your intuition, have your friend think of a number, and then you're going to try to guess it, you know, just ways to sharpen that intuition. And then if you have Reiki focus on setting a new goal or bringing fresh energy to achieve that goal. Restorative yoga is still wonderful. And then a silent retreat. So maybe you go and get a cabin in the woods by yourself and just have a little solo weekend retreat. So anything like that to kind of bring in that stillness and that quietness during this phase. And then we're going to finish up with the waxing moon. So the waxing moon is when the moon is starting to grow again. So the intentions that you set with the new moon slowly start to grow as the moon starts to appear bigger in the sky. And this time is associated with the Kapha Dosha and the spring season. So that energy that you feel, that's kind of the same with that spring energy. Things are growing. Things are starting to get going again. So practices for this phase, having tea dates with your friends, movement that doesn't involve a ton of jumping. So maybe just more intuitive rhythmic motions like dance, embodiment practices as you start to connect with your inner work. So really kind of noticing, like, how can I embody what my intentions were in that new moon? Maybe it's wearing um, clothes that you're like, oh, are these going to be too much? Like, I just bought a new jacket, a winter jacket that is really fluffy and it's really big and it's totally like bougie out there jacket. And I love it. And so um, I was like, yeah, no, this is the jacket I feel called to have. I have my like red um, you know, sporty jacket, but now I want something just like feminine, something flowy. So maybe you want, want to do that too. You're looking at your wardrobe and you're like, Ooh, I just need a, I need a new piece to help me embody that next evolution of myself. And then pranayama practices that help cultivate your intentions from the new moon phase. And then creating, I, this one is not necessarily Ayurvedic, but this is a tip from myself that I really think makes a difference, but creating a flow playlist that helps you tune into your vibrant waxing moon energy. So I have a playlist on Spotify for each of these four phases. 
because I notice, I mean, my mood is different each of these four phases. And, um, I want to listen to different music. Like, you know, during that new moon time, I want to go in, I want to cry with Adele, you know, her new song. I just listened to it this morning to be loved. If you haven't listened to that one, it brought tears to my eyes. I mean, I could feel her passion and her energy. And that would be a great one for the luteal, luteal phase or that waning moon phase, you know? And you're just like, oh, yes, I just need to release, get this out. So anything like that to kind of help you tap into that energy and how you want to be in this world. All right, so those were the four phases and some practices that um, you can implement. I will also say um, I am going to be running a little giveaway. I've never done this before. Um, so I'm going to see how it goes. And I want to do a giveaway based on reviews on the podcast. So if you haven't already reviewed the podcast, um, I would love if you would head over to the iTunes, um, podcast app and you have to kind of scroll down and then leave a review. So I had a review that was so sweet that someone, um, just posted. I will see if I can pull it up as I'm as I'm recording this. Um, but the podcast, uh, if you scroll down to the bottom, that's where you can kind of leave that review. So this is from cowgirl Mimi. She said, Andrea makes it easy, fun, and approachable. She's, she's the kind of thought leader who can really move people toward happier, healthier lives. And I'm proud to be joining her in her, her efforts. Wonderful podcast. So thank you cowgirl Mimi. That was amazing. Like I, I didn't, I didn't realize I had a new review until I um, scroll down. I was like, Oh my goodness, that is so kind. And it was from this month. So I'm going to be entering her as well as anyone else who enters a review in. Um, so you have now until, um, January and I will be, um, pulling someone's name and I will let you know on the podcast. If it is you, you'll send me an email with your address and I will mail you out one of the divine body wisdom books that I just wrote. So, um, and I might give away a couple books. We'll see how many reviews, um, come in, but yeah, that's what I thought would be kind of a fun little, fun little idea. So if you're interested, that would be amazing. Um, if you could do that for me, cause it does help on, um, it does help on the the podcast links. I don't even know what they're called, but it does help get the podcast out there a little bit more. So, all right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.